Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. Being a native Arizonan born and raised here, there's an old saint here that I'm sure applies to everyone across the country is, if you don't like the weather, just wait 10 minutes. I can remember as a boy being told by my mom, hey, it's going to be really cold out there today. Everyone can see their breath. Put on your gloves, your coat, and your knit cap and get out and go to school. So as you go out by recess time, your jacket is tied around your waist to go out on recess and play football because it's hot. Then after that, in the afternoon, the wind comes, then it rains, and then by the time you're the bus to get home, it, you start having snow flurries, huh? All in one day, huh? And I think we've all known that, and I think it's a good metaphor to Christian living, that what we're experiencing right now at this very moment is only temporary. And if we think this is it and that's all we can see, and we get upset about what's happening exactly right now, we just get so frustrated, we take it out on God and other people. And it's a hard message for us to hear the word patient, especially of those of us who are driven and successful and want to get things done. It's not an easy word to hear. And you know who you and I can identify if we're not very patient at times is John the Baptist. What's happening in today's gospel with Matthew? Here's what we know is he's out in the desert. We know he baptizes the Lord, Jesus, and says, you're the one we've been waiting for. And yet he speaks truth to King Herod. You should not be marrying your brother's wife. And he's thrown in prison for speaking that truth. So this is not how it should be. What am I doing in prison? And then he hears about Jesus who he preached on, about judgment. And the Lord's going to uproot the tree and establish everything new. Yeah, that's going to happen. And then he finally tells his follower, um, can you go ask Jesus, is he the one we've been waiting for? Or is there someone else? In other words, he's impatient. God, you're not doing what I thought you should be doing now. And what am I doing stuck here in prison? I'm tired of waiting. And so here's Jesus. Here's what drives me up the wall about Jesus. He's so ambiguous. He doesn't say, yes, I am, or no, I'm not. He just goes, uh, look around. See what you see. The blind are able to see. The deaf hear. The dead are raised up. All the things that Scripture says happen in front of you. You go. Decide for yourself if it's happening. The problem with Jesus and with following God is that we are not always patient, and it's hard, especially if we live for the moment, and especially if we're experiencing things that make us sad, that make us suffer, and make us look foolish. And we get frustrated with God because we want things to be done right here and right now. The letter of James is written by someone who takes the name of James to a community that's in transition. St. Paul's been writing, Jesus is coming any day. Be ready. We think he's coming tomorrow. Be all set. Finally, the community's transitioning, going like, hmm, doesn't look like he's coming right away. So they have to change. And part of the word that's used is be patient. And he uses a farmer as an example that the land needs to be toiled. There's a lot going on. But guess what? The farmer's not in control. 
The farmer has no control over how much moisture comes from the sky, whether the seed will eventually grow, will the soil cooperate, will the winds cooperate and all. All he does is can patiently wait because the lot is out of his control, but he does what he can. And that's our Christian life, that whatever we're experiencing right now, right here at this moment, whether it's joy and happiness and fulfillment, we love the holidays, we love this time of year, everything seems to be going well for us, or if we're experiencing a lot of pain, we're missing someone, we're grieving. The holidays are the most stressful time. It's not a joyful time for us. Whatever we're experiencing, Scripture says, it's only temporary. It's not forever. What happens sometimes is when we get impatient, sometimes we hurt the people we love the most because we take it out on them. This is what James is saying. Don't complain about your brothers and sisters. The people who drive me the, up the wall are A1-type personalities who want things done right now, who are successful, who say, this is the way it is, do it, make a decision now, quit, quit, wishy-washy, just do it right now. They drive me up the wall. But I want to let you know the church needs those kind of people. They teach me sometimes how to be better, but also what not to be. The people that I gravitate toward, and it's only me, because everyone's different, but I learn from a lot of mentors in priesthood and in my own personal life and counselors, all the people, the ones that are very patient, that things just, they let things happen, but they listen, they observe, they learn. What did we learn through COVID? I learned a lot of people are impatient. I learned a lot of people weren't happy at that time. I learned a lot of people lived in fear, some rightly so, and for other people, maybe not, according to them. But what did we learn? Some people learn nothing because they've always wanted to get back to normal, and then they look around and go, nothing's normal, ah, this is awful. What did we learn at that time? I learned that as Christians, even we can fall short in caring for vulnerable people. That many Christian communities looked inward. Our rights are being taken away. They're being under attack. The church and Christians aren't being treated properly. That's kind of what they learned during that time. I learned from the very first day when I told you, when I came out with a video on that march, 2020, I said, I grieve because some of you I know I will never see again. Because hmm? some people left. Some people stopped going to church. Some people changed parishes. Some people changed religions. Some people just said, hmm, I can live without church, and they're doing quite well. And I grieved that very first day to know that it would never be this, exactly the same. And I had to learn, and it was really difficult, especially when people wanted to push things right back. But yet God gave us an opportunity to really learn. And if we're impatient, we didn't learn anything other than we wanted things to be there, and we took it out on people who didn't think and agree with us. That's part of life, and it isn't just COVID. It's anything in life that we're going through. 
a loss of a job, an illness in a family, just depression, mental struggles that we have in our lives, or we're feeling dry in our spiritual lives, or we're disagreement with politicians or church leaders, whatever that is. What is God trying to teach us in those dry moments? The image of scriptures is the desert, and the desert is dry, 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 dry. And yet, over time, the flowers will bloom in the desert. The rain will come. Guess what? Forecast for this week, rain. We need it. We need it, and it comes. And that's kind of the way our life is. But if we're not open to learning during those dry periods, those parched lines, when those times things aren't just going right, you know what? Here's what God says. Wait five minutes. It'll change. Just like the Arizona weather. It's changing tomorrow, people. Put your coats on. Highs tomorrow, only 54 degrees. Wind out of the west at seven miles an hour. Humidity at... Didn't think you'd get the weather forecasted in the homily, huh? But it's changing. And so here's the thing. We hurt and are impatient, rather, with the people we love the most. What's the opposite of impatience? Affirmation. I love talking to children, especially when they make their first confessions, because I say, tell me what your mom and dad are like. And they say many good things. But here's one thing that sometimes catches parents off guard. When their child says, they're always yelling. They're always mad. And you know, being a parent, sometimes you have to be really rough, don't you? Because it's good. They're sticking their fingers in the socket. They could get hurt. Huh? They're crossing the street without looking. Huh? Sometimes we have to be impatient that way. But other times, sometimes we take it out on our children, don't we? The opposite of impatience is affirmation. Because impatience happens just like that. Boom! Where did that come from? I'm mad. Something's bothering me. You just drive me up the wall. And we do that without even thinking, don't we? But what does affirmation do? It makes us stop and think. Because if your child is only hearing what is wrong with them and what they're not doing right, it doesn't help the relationship. You know, I love the way you made your bed today. You did a good job in making your bed without being asked. You know what? You were, the teacher reported in your report that you were nice to one of the other students and you shared your lunch money. You know, even though we've been married a long time and going through a difficult moment, you're a good listener. You know, I'm not able to do things physically like I used to, but you're a caregiver for me and I'm so grateful that you're here. Even though sometimes I get mad, I'm really mad that I can't walk long distances like I used to, or go to the bathroom by myself. But you know what? You're there for me, even in my bad moments. Thank you. Even though you don't always are nice, I'm nice to you. I'm sorry, but I want to let you know I want to do better. And I want you to know you mean a lot to me. You're a good provider. You're a good partner. You're someone who I still love and try to love. Impatience sometimes hurts people so much because we act thought, thoughtlessly. And we just say, they love us anyway. Where are they going to go? What are they going to do? They need me. And we act poorly. 
and we justify them. Maybe the best response is to what John the Baptist has to do. Change expectations and say, I thought you were a God of judgment and now all of a sudden you're a God of compassion. What happened? It's not what I expected. It's kind of like life, people. So tomorrow, you're going to all think about God tomorrow because the weather's a-changing. And when the rain comes down, you're going to go say, Oh, yeah, the gospel was about being patient, that if you don't like the weather, wait a few minutes and it's going to change. It's just like your life and mine. Any suffering is only temporary. Any depression is only temporary. Any anger is only temporary if we choose that. But so is joy and happiness. That can change. But we can be patient with God knowing that wait 10 minutes. Change is a coming from God. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 